money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. How are you, Bells? Danny, doing great. JT, hope you guys are having a good Monday. We are. It's President's Day, but we're working, getting everybody uh, out and about, uh, maybe cashing in on some of those President's Day sales somewhere. And we wanted to get you on before we start rolling with Orville at St. Thomas tomorrow, and we'll get to that here in a second, Bells. Uh, just your thoughts now that the regular season is in the rear view, uh, and we're looking out the windshield at uh, the teams that might make some noise in Stark County. Who would they be, possibly? Well, I, you know, I think we talked before, guys, that you've always got to look at teams that have been there and have a resume for making deep runs. And, and when I look at the Fed, you've you got to look at Jackson. You've got to look at Green, especially Green this year, based on what they they did when a lot of people weren't chattering about them to begin with. Glen Oak, I think, has, has a really nice opportunity, even though they're young, uh, to really get some experience under their belt moving forward and moving deep. And they're the type of talented team that you catch them on the wrong night, they can take you out quickly and they can advance a little further than you thought they might. I like what they bring to the table. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, Louisville, that's we saw them in the comeback uh, against Maslin, is just showing that they've got the chops to play D1. Now, that reward is eventually, as everything goes well, they're going to have to take on uh, St. Vincent, St. Mary, I would think. But, again, that's just a talented bunch of kids who can play from one down to, to eight or nine down to the bench. And, and I'm anxious to see Alliance. I've seen them once this year. Uh, they are very electric. Uh, they will push it and put it up without a moment's notice. Uh, First-year coach in Sean Weatherspoon. And they just have a nice, nice collection of veterans and some freshmen and sophomores that really play off the charts. So again, they're going to be a fun team to watch. And what I have highlighted, too, is Central, Kenny. Um, you know, they always play tough schedule, and, and they've made some runs. But I think to get to the districts this year, they would have to take out an 8, a 6, and a 1 to get to the district finals. So they might have one of the toughest brackets to get to where they have to go this year if they can achieve that. So just on the surface, that's some of the, the, the highlights we're looking forward to this week. Dan, I'm looking at the big board in studio right now. Tomorrow we get things rolling on the radio, even though the, the tournament has already begun. Orville at St. Thomas tomorrow, 7 o'clock on the radio, our streaming game, Tusky yeah. versus Sandy Valley, and then Wednesday, Lake Glen Oak, Euclid at, at McKinley. This Lake Glen Oak thing has got me intrigued because I know they've split in the regular season. And for what you just said, Glen Oak can get on fire at any given time. What do we expect? I guess the main question would be, first and foremost, when they do match up on Wednesday, are both teams, from what you know, at full health? Yeah, from what I know, yeah, they are. Uh, we saw that with Lake on, on Friday night. They they took on a pretty undermanned uh, Boardman team and pulled out a win that, that we thought they would pull out. They're, they're, um, they're an interesting collection of kids with Tom. And I, yeah, there was a great interview you guys had with him. Uh, last week, and we did remind him of him being late for his interview, too. So I don't know if we hold that against you guys next time he's on. But um, our team that I, I saw them 
come out of the gates against Boardman fast and then relax and then and then hit a gear again. And I could see the body language of, of Tom at times stating, you know, we can't afford to do these ebb and flows come tournament time because now you hit the true one and done for kids who haven't been there before. The matchup I like in, in the whole thing in this Glen Oak Lake thing, the first time Glen Oak wins by 10. The second time Glen Oak wins by three. And if you notice the difference in those two games, Lake is playing in a comfort zone for them to be competitive against Glen Oak, and that's to keep the game in the mid to high 40s. They let that game in, get into the 50s and 60s, and that's a, that's a runaway uh, win, I believe, for Glen Oak. So it's going to be interesting, uh, the chess match we're going to have going on that game on Wednesday night. Yeah, and uh, by the way, JT, we weren't a black cat for that either. Uh, Lake, mm-hmm. uh, you know, doing well, so uh, we'll see if they can, uh, you know, pull the uh, upset off. And it was interesting why Tom explained uh, that they wanted to be in that matchup for the third time this year. Do you think Rick's happy with that, a, a third matchup with Lake, or would he like to have avoided that, Dan? What do you think? I think he'd like to avoid it. I think a lot of coaches would like to avoid that. We've seen it, you know, with McKinley and Hoover and Jackson, what have you. My gosh, what else? what else can you unfold that your opponent hasn't seen already? So it's kind of you just lace them up and you go at each other. I I hate it from the standpoint that we lose the team at the snap of a finger. They're gone yeah, in the tournament. But you never like to see them the third time. They know a lot about you. You know a lot about them. And, man, that's a round ball that can take some funny bounces that time of the year. I think you'd rather see another opponent. And if we meet further down the road, so be it, but, but not coming out of the gate. Is there a player, Dan, that you think can single-handedly maybe win a couple of games for a school uh, from what you've seen this year? Yeah, I, I would. Um, I'd hang a hat on Al Jancic of Louisville. We saw him in, in the comeback against Maslin, where he was showing us things we hadn't seen all year. And uh-huh. earlier in the year, he was showing us things we hadn't seen before <laughs> from him. Um, he had a dunk, guys, off the left side, one of those leave 10 feet outside the hoop and go sideways and, and slam it. And I've never seen that kid do anything close to that in my life. He is more athletic than you think. He's got this incredible wingspan. He plays defense like a, a maniac sometimes. And he's really collectively has, with his IQ, a, a great level of maturity this year where he's confident if the ball has to come back to him, he can make the game turn, whether he's scoring, distributing, defense, or rebound. On a team you maybe don't talk about a lot because they're going to be a lower seed, and that's Lake. Kassenheiser has no filter when it comes to shooting. He can literally put it up from anywhere, and we saw him do some things the other night in that, in that venue as well. If a kid's going to carry a team, and, and I look at Lake right now, he is make or break for them. If he has a substandard night and they hold him down and, and, and suppress him in, in a low number of points, it's not a good night for Lake. But I, I think we talked before, too, the collection of teams we have this year are so balanced across the board. They have so many kids that they go to and distribute in, in the weave and the sets and in, in the runouts and what have you. No team seems to center on a kid. They center on a team concept. That's been a really interesting breakdown for us this year because we always seem uh, to have a couple of kids that are, you know, uh, at, an ele- at an elevation that other kids can't just a- aspire to is about all they can do. 
And we're just seeing a number of kids across the board perform at high levels on different nights. And that's been so refreshing because, it, you know, it is no eye in team. It's been a wonderful team concept this year. Whether it's football or basketball, play-by-play voice at WHBC Sports is Dan Belford joining us right now. Dan, you and I have seen countless games over the years. Good, yeah. some not so good. I want you to break down what you've seen in the McKinley Bulldog basketball team this year. Not knowing what to expect. Um, not knowing what team is going to show up on a given night. And not knowing who is the go-to guy in the team if they have to dig deep and finish. It's just been a collection of things. They ride this roller coaster of lose three, win four, lose four, win two, lose three. And they can just never – usually when teams hit that stride where they rebound and hit four or five in a row – now they're on a roll. They maybe lose another two and they'll roll off again. We just haven't seen that. They've lost some really close games against good competition, but they have lost some very one-sided games that on a given night you would have never expected. I'm just trying to, the entire year, and Denny and I talked about this, I can never get a pulse or a DNA on their personality on the court. Good kids, hard workers, but there doesn't seem to be uh, anywhere from left to right where they mesh and become cohesive. And that's been their struggle this year. And I have a feeling it could be the struggle throughout uh, however deep they make it in the tournament. Dan Belford, our guest, love having Bells with us, not only to call the games, but uh, to join us here on the Kenny and JT Show to break things down before and after games. And uh, Bells and Denny will be calling the game tomorrow night. Orville at St. Thomas. Denny gets his wish, the alma mater. Uh, how about that? You guys are going to be in Denny country tomorrow night, aren't you? Yeah, I just move aside and just let him take <laughs> over the table. It just gets that bad. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I'm happy for him. And, you know, it's a good St. Thomas team. It's, again, it's another team that I think in many ways they're going to dictate this first game just how far and what kind of potential they have to move on. They were a little more uh, dynamic last year in terms of a good mixture of, of young and veterans. This year, they, they lean on a couple of younger guys, maybe more so than they would like. But that's also a team that early on had trouble establishing a, a personality. Now they seem to have found themselves a little bit down the stretch. But it, it's just so crucial for them to make a statement coming out week one and hoping to advance to the next game. I like their chances, and, and I'm really hoping we can have some fun and follow them deep again this year. They're, they're a good bunch of kids. So that's the game you'll be calling on Tuesday night on the radio. WHBC is where you'll hear that one around 7 o'clock. Uh, we will have a streaming game for you tomorrow night. Tusky Valley at Sandy Valley, and that's at WHBCSports.com with Billy Beebe calling the action. Uh, what about Sandy Valley and the Battle of the Valleys there? They're the home team. They're the higher seed. I I expect them to win that one and maybe maybe get another victory, don't you, Bells? Oh, I do. I expect them to, to, to maybe come out with two or three here out of the gates. I really do. That's a nice collection of kids who are really riding a wave of confidence and not not an arrogance, but just believing in themselves uh, from the starters to the bench. Um, they play both ends of the court. They play very intelligently. Uh, they're very good at dictating their pace, which a lot of times in high school, you, you want to do that so badly, but when the other teams start doing some of this run and gun stuff, you get caught up in it. Uh, they're very disciplined. And that's the reason they've won to the stature that they've won this year coming into the tournament. They are going to be a fun 
team to watch, and I really feel they have uh, the potential and the capability of getting at least three games in, and who knows what's going to happen after that. Bells, what about Wednesday night? Uh, you know, uh, th- that game, again, it's the third matchup, and-, and the coaches know each other, the players know each other, and I wanted to ask you about Corey Lipkins. Um, you know, Ja'Cory Lipkins, excuse me. Yeah. Um, is he a kid, even though, you know, what is he, a junior this year, I think, right? Or is yeah, he a sophomore? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is he a kid that could, you know, be the go-to guy, maybe not carry the team, but down the stretch when the game's on the line, is he somebody that could, could be the difference maker between, uh, you know, uh, Glen Oak uh, winning or losing a game or a couple of games? No doubt. Uh, if, I, if I'm in a situation where I need buckets down the stretch, we're in make or break time, I want the ball in his hands. Something good's going to happen. Uh, he's going to score. He's going to distribute. And it's interesting you say that because with Ja'Cory and over on the lake side, we've got a couple of dynamic guards who will probably be ball dominant in the latter portions of that game if we have a close game because they both can light it up. They both play both ends of the floor. And But Ja'Cory, and I've talked about Kassenheiser, uh, Ja'Cory is electric. He does some amazing things on the court. He carries himself well. Uh, he does not make a lot of mistakes, and that's so crucial come tournament time. And he can finish off the dribble, catch and shoot, elevate, backdoor, you name it. He's a weapon that has to be reckoned with. And if you lose sight of him on your radar, he'll take you out of the game by himself. Bells, what about coaching at this point in the season? And there are a lot of good ones uh, in Stark County. How much uh, of a factor do you think that is for a team, uh, you know, upsetting somebody else as a lower seed or handling the pressure of being one of the top seeds and still advancing? I think that's so crucial, Kenny. That's so well put because, you know, these coaches, we always talk about teams that have been there before and players, but these coaches are, are the guys who got those kids there who have these kids buy into a system, a feeder system that comes up through varsity. And when you look at uh, coaches like Coach Kinsley and you look at coaches like, you know, Coach Harrison and you look at uh, Tom McBride and, and, and uh, Josh Hose and Coach Bluey and Coach V and on down the line, these guys have had success and understand the pressures of tournament. And I think what's even more uh, prevalent there is focusing on the front windshield and not getting caught up on any mistakes. You put it behind you quickly and eyes forward and, and just just take the game plan, implement the game plan, and execute it. Sometimes that almost seems too elementary, but that's where you need a seasoned coach who can maybe add some calm and some focus to his teams when they get in tension-type situations in the tournament. Because you can see it on kids, guys, uh, when they're playing. Kids who haven't been there before – have that look like, dear God, don't throw the ball over here. You know, they have that kind of look, and it's just because they haven't experienced it and don't even know how they're going to react if, if they're put in that situation. So coaches are absolutely crucial to the success of these young men if they're going to move forward. Yeah, I think so too, Bells, and there's a lot of good ones uh, in the area, so we'll see if they can factor in as much as maybe some of the players can uh, in carrying a team. Again, Dan Belford, Denny Kincaid to call the action tomorrow night. Radio game at 7 o'clock here on WHBC. Orville at St. Thomas. Streaming game with Billy Beebe uh, calling the action. Uh, Tusky Valley at Sandy Valley. The Battle of the Valleys. And then Glen Oak and Lake on Wednesday night. 
uh, on uh, the radio as well. Make sure you all listen to uh, our guy Bells and Denny and Billy uh, online. Bells, we'll talk to you again next week, see who's left, and see who has a shot to advance even further, all right? Great. Always appreciate it, guys. Thanks.